Hello everybody, my name is Darren, and I write a blog called A Demon's Voice, which is about movies and shit like that. Uh, you can find it at ademonsvoice.blogspot.com, but I know you're a lazy bastard and won't want to do any reading, so I shall read it this time for you, and you can just sit back, and uh, maybe you could... Well, you give me some money, that would be nice, but follow me on Twitter, that'll do, at ademonsvoice on Twitter. Uh, this time we'll be talking about the film Ouija Origin of Evil, which came out a few years ago. Uh, it's by a guy called Mike Flanagan who has gone on to do things like uh, Gerald's Game and The Haunting of Hill House, the TV series on Netflix, which are all incredible, but I don't talk about them because I wrote the blog when the movie came out, and they did not exist then. Anyway, so here is some music, and then I shall do some reading. Bye! There was a guy sitting pretty close to me when I went to see Ouija Origin of Evil at the cinema, who had clearly misjudged the movie. You know the old trick of taking a girl on a date to a horror film in the hope that she'll cack her pants and grab hold of your wanger or something out of panic? Well, I'm pretty sure that that had been his plan because he was there with a girl and you could kinda tell they hadn't been going out for very long. He was that horrible combination of awkward and yet grabby, as though still a little nervous to be around her, but kinda confident enough to restrain her in case of any escape attempts. Well, the film began and I'm not sure that things went entirely his way. Not only did she spend the entire movie sat fairly calmly, but on the off chance that there was even the smallest hint of a scare, he would quite obviously shit himself and jump out of his fucking seat. As a terminally single geek, I'm happy to admit that I am not a reliable expert in the field of dating. However, I'm also pretty sure that the old take a girl to a horror movie thing only works if you're brave enough to impress them and don't spend the movie squirming about and murmuring as though your fucking love eggs are kicking in. However, and to the jittery little fucker's credit, of all the films to take the girl to, he didn't pick a bad one. Ouija Origin of Evil is a prequel to the 2014 film Ouija that I literally have no fucking memory of whatsoever. I guess it's just gotten combined in my brain with all of those other average to crap horror films that have generically scary names, such as Insidious, or Sinister, or The Conjuring, or Paul Blart Mall Cop. I know that technically that last one isn't a horror movie, but I swear to fuck that that poor Blart is played by a man that's genetically half of a fucking potato, and I refuse to ever see it again. This film, however, takes place in 1967, and focuses on a family of fortune tellers that, like all fortune tellers, mystics, and UK TV favourite Psychic Sally, are total fucking charlatans. I'm also not just saying this because I hate anybody that peddles this kind of shite, although that is true. I mean in the movie, they actually do fake what they do, which they believe is for the greater good which I would argue is not their fucking place to say. To cut a long story short though, they decide to include a Ouija board in their act, which results in the demonic personification of irony coming to life and slapping them across their fucking faces. As a result, the youngest daughter becomes possessed and so starts acting like a crazy little bitch, and which actually might explain some of the girls that I've had in my life. Well, one of them anyway. So to clarify the situation, a person in mourning will come to this main family and they'll pretend to be in touch with the spirit of the loved one that they've lost. The fortune tellers justify this on the grounds that they're bringing a little extra piece of comfort to the bereaved lives. However, the truth is obviously that they're exploiting the living shit out of them and I fucking hate them for it. My argument against them is obviously the fact that they're charging people for this idiotic service when they're at their most desperate and therefore gullible, and at the end of the day, who the fuck are they to put words into the mouth of a dead person? Overall, I'd have to say that the family are all presented as likeable and lovely people. The mother of the family struggles to raise her two daughters alone, with them having also lost the man of their house. Without her husband and the father to her children, the mother has to work twice as hard to find the money to support her daughters, whilst also being there for them emotionally and as a role model. The characters are warmly played by the three lead actresses, who do a great job of endearing you to them, with the film actually spending a lot of time building them up as people to invest in. But at the 
the end of the day, they are fortune tellers and bullshitters, so fuck them. Bring on the fucking demons, I say. Interestingly, there is actually one other character featured in the story that's the local priest or vicar or whatever the hell he is. I'm not religious, so I don't care about their details. He wears a white collar, and like the fortune tellers, he also talks shit about impossible ideas. But for some reason, he doesn't have to pay tax when he makes money from his magic. Anyway, I read a thing recently which I found quite interesting, about how most ghostly horror movies are actually subtly wrapped attempts at Christian propaganda. All of these films by definition present the reality of an afterlife, the battle between the forces of heaven and hell, and usually involve a priest or a vicar or whatever the fuck they are, saving the day. Just look at the two main characters in The Conjuring, who stomp around fighting evil spirits whilst declaring themselves to be agents of God, as though that's a cool thing to be, when we all know it isn't. I know we should all respect each other's religions, but at the end of the day, you know, grow up. I mean, people bitched about the last Ghostbusters being an all-female reboot, but I'm just relieved that when they asked who you're going to call, the answer wasn't fucking Jesus. However, as true as all that might be, I suppose it was kind of refreshing that it wasn't quite the case in Ouija Origin of Evil. Yes, it presents life after death as a fact, and yes, there's a fight between the forces of light and darkness, but the priest here is totally fucking useless. I mean, I'd hate to spoil anything, but he quite literally does fuck all to help. In fact, Having seen him here, I'd honestly be sceptical about letting him do a basic fucking christening, in case he accidentally waterboarded the fucking baby. Again, he's well performed by the now grown up version of that kid that played Elliot in E.T. the Extraterrestrial. However, in terms of what his character actually accomplishes, it's not so much that he should phone home, as much as he should get his coat and fuck off back to it. It's a credit to the film again though, that like the main family of voodoo bullshitters, I really liked his character. The problem, therefore, is that the movie spends so much time building up the people in the world that when it descends into horror cliches in the final 20 minutes, it really undoes a lot of the hard work that's gone before it. Secret passages, whited over eyes, creepy smiles, kids crawling on the ceiling, old burial grounds. I mean, fuck it. Why not just throw in a history of occult Nazi experimentation if we're going for all the cliches? I'd be lying to if I said that I felt in any way scared at any point throughout. I enjoyed the bulk of the movie for what it was, which is a fucking miracle in itself considering Michael Bay is credited as a producer. Most horror filmmakers lie about having had ghostly things happen to them as they were making the movie. However, with Bay as a producer, this film genuinely involved making a deal with the fucking devil. However, I do watch a lot of horror films, and so without trying to sound too arrogant, I suppose my tolerance for this kind of mainstream tosh is slightly higher than average. As mentioned, the guy sat next to me was certainly having a hell of a time watching this movie, and there was at least two of the girls sat behind me that I could hear being frightened every so often. Although I'm not sure those two girls are the best judge of this film's quality, as I got a they're definitely fucking dim vibe off them. At one point the mother in the film asks a ghost that she suspects is her husband. When I told you that I was pregnant, you were in a specific place. Can you tell me where you were? The pointer on the Ouija board begins to move and spells out the letters S-H-O-W-E-R, to which I heard one of the two girls behind turn to the other and whisper, he was in a school. Anyway, thanks for listening motherfuckers and see you next time.